Nobody has a right to booze unless he earns the money. It ought to be a law. You don't work, you don't drink. Just wait a minute. We got a job for you. I don't want no job. Why not? It's too much like work, man. Listen, this is strictly nowhere. You got a lot of sick, old-fashioned ideas about working hard and living clean, and it's all a lot of junk. I'm too tired to listen. I mean, work is a sucker. You know, I like my job, Skipper. I wouldn't want to lose it. Hello, and welcome to Job Story 21. My name is Chris T, and I have laryngitis. One of the worst cases of laryngitis I've had in a long time. I sound like Tom Waits, which is ironic because I came from the Tom Waits Festival this weekend. Sometimes called TW, sometimes called Waitstock. It was a major undertaking, and uh, I wore myself out, friends. I had a really great time, but I wore myself out, so... I didn't want to not do anything this week, but I don't have much for you. I have a very thin meal, and uh, it consists of some recording I did on my way to the Waitstock setup weekend, the second one, on September 22nd. And then there's some audio from my intro to voiceover class that I took a couple of weeks ago. And then I've got a song for you from uh, way back when. I believe 1991 when I was uh, pretty sick in bed with mononucleosis and I recorded a bunch of stuff and this song happens to be about an old co-worker of mine so that's job story 21 I promise I'll have more for you next time when I don't have laryngitis it's me Chris T on Saturday September 22nd about 8.47 a.m. Getting a later start than I would have liked. But that can't be helped. Decided to take a shower this morning. And to shave. And then I uh, had to go drive Sweet Tea over to pick up the produce. We're part of this produce co-op. Fresh produce every couple of weeks. Straight from the New Jersey farm to you. And initially, I was just going to drop her off, and she was going to roll it back home. But uh, ended up taking her there and taking her back. I'm headed back upstate to do more work on this party that we're having a week from today. Called TW, or Waitstock. Built around the music of Tom Waits, but that's not all it is. It's... An excuse to get together with friends and to uh, drink and eat and laugh and try to forget your troubles for a little while. So that's the plan. Uh, Today I got some more work to do on this pop-up FM radio station that distributes the uh, music and anything else going on. Throughout the property, and it's almost like 500 acres, I think. This estate that is in the Astor family. You know, as much as I love this car, and I do love this car, now that I've gotten to drive it for a bit, I miss my old car, I really do. I miss my diesel, my 300D. 
but this car is much quieter and faster and has working air conditioning and a much better stereo and more comfortable and safe, you name it. But even by 1994, the Germans didn't want people eating and drinking in their cars. So there's just nowhere to put a cup or a bottle. Not that I, you know, I've eaten in my car. I'll admit it. I have eaten in my car. So have you. But more important for me this morning is a place to put this goddamn water bottle that keeps getting loose from where I put it and rolling underneath my feet, which is, you know, a safety concern. Not a good thing when your water bottle is rolling under your feet. So now I'm going to put it on the seat next to me. And uh, my first stop is going to be to get some coffee. And then straight on to Kingston. I got my dash cam hooked up, and for some reason it's doing an emergency recording. Probably because I moved it with my hand. Is that why? So, you're wondering what all this has to do with jobs, right? Because this is job story. Well, this whole party thing is kind of like a job to me. I approach it like a job. I try to be methodical about it. I try to be complete about it. I try to be detail-oriented about it. I try to be meticulous about it. I try to be creative and come up with solutions to problems as they appear. But I also try to remember that, you know, we're looking to have a good time, by and large. That's what we're looking to do. So I don't want to get so caught up in it that we forget that. Um, but in terms of actual job stuff, still nothing. Still no positive response to any of the resumes I've been sending out. The resumes, the applications, they go into a black hole never to be seen again. And uh, on Thursday, I went and took a voiceover class. It's not a class. It's just sort of a screening process, really. This place in Manhattan on 45th Street, just west of 6th Avenue. And it was interesting. Three hours with this instructor. Very, um... Wow, you fucking asshole. Decides at the last minute he wants to go to the diner. Ooh, a diner. Ooh! Uh, very enthusiastic instructor by the name of Danielle. And there were probably, I think, eight or nine of us in this class. All different ages. Um, mostly men, two women. And uh, there were white and black folks. And I guess the oldest person I would, I would gauge was probably in her mid to late 50s, maybe early 60s, and then there was also a teenager in the group. So interesting mix of people who all thought they would explore the world of voiceover. One of them was a stage actor who has a wife who's in voiceover and a home vocal booth, so they thought, well, I guess we could both use the vocal booth, was the thinking. And... Uh, then everybody else was sort of a neophyte. I'm not sure anybody else had experience. Some of them said 
that they had done narration on a friend's film, for instance, that kind of thing. And uh, I took my turn in the booth and read a couple of uh, practice commercials. And I thought I did pretty well. Brought a little uh, my little Sony recorder into the booth with me so I can actually play it for you. You can hear what I did. Buckle your couch belts. 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 This weekend, Fox 54 takes you for a ride. Saturday night at 8, get on a Harley or get out of the way when Mel Gibson takes to the open highway in Mad Max. A biker gang terrorizes innocent pedestrians. Mad Max is going to put the pedal to the metal and blow the bikers right off the asphalt. Then at 10, Charles Bronson is back, cracking down on crack in Death Wish 4, the crackdown. Mr. Vigilante goes after the dopes who deal drugs. The deal is, he does it his way. Bronson takes the war against drugs personally, all right here on Fox 54. And then the next day I got an email from this woman, Kendra, who wanted to congratulate me on being one of the few people that they were actually offering a spot to. It's very, it's very well designed psychologically, this whole thing, to really flatter you and make you feel really good. Why is this woman not walking on the sidewalk? What the hell's wrong with you? Jesus. And to make you feel good and make you feel like you got something special. And then they hit you up and say, hey, we want to put you on the audiobook narration track and the voiceover track. And we want to train you in both things. And we want to give you all our inside secrets on how you go about building a career in voiceover. And blah, blah, blah. Give us... $3,475 and we can get started. And I'm like, holy shit, really? I mean, I was expecting a couple of grand that they were going to hit me up for. Give us $2,000. But, man. That is quite the nut to crack. $3,475. I don't know about that. I'm, I'm thinking really hard about that. I wrote back and said, hey, that's more than I paid for my car, by the way. Sue that I used to work with. Um, I worked at this this company once that was uh, basically a telephone house, which means that we made outgoing calls all day long. And one of Sue's favorite things to do was to to get what she thought would be an attractive guy on the phone. You know, she used to gauge them by their voice, and she tried to maneuver them into asking her for a date. Now, Sue is one of the most arrogant, vain people I've ever met in my life. You know, she was a, a very good-looking blonde. And she was in like an aerobics uh, instructor too. But I was just amazed at the things that she would come out with, the things that she would sometimes say. So 
So one day what I had to do was I brought a tape recorder in to work with me, a little tiny one, and I stuck it between our cubicles where it couldn't be found, just so I could record some of the things that she would say. Because I knew if I ever played it for anybody, they wouldn't believe me. And uh, recently I came across something I wrote down that was taken verbatim from a, a tape that I made one day. And um, it just killed me. I, I call it vanity, and I want to read it for you now. This is Sue speaking. So he drove all the way out from the city. He picked me up. He drove all the way back to the city so we could look at cars. Drove me all the way back home. Then he drove himself all the way back to the city. He wasn't great looking. Good body, but not great looking. His driveway was full of cars, a Jaguar, a Mazda. He took me to meet his family, and his father nearly fell over when he saw me. I guess because he didn't expect anyone so good looking. The guys at his office were taking bets on how fat I'd be. I guess because a girl never called him up and set up a date. So we went looking at cars, and I saw this 1980 Firebird for $4,500. It was black with a tan interior, and he said he'd co-sign a loan for me, or loan me $2,000 if I wanted. Then we went for a ride in his Jeep into the city. And we went down into the village, and all those people were out in force, you know, with hair up to here, all those weirdos. So we brought along uh, some grapes, and we started throwing them at these people from the, from the Jeep. It was hilarious. I can't wait to pick up this Firebird. I'm thinking of getting personalized plates. What do you think of Sue Babe or Hot Stuff? You know, he asked me to marry him twice. Sue again after I left that place. I mean, I heard that she uh, moved to California, or was it Florida? Some place with uh, a lot of sun so she could lie on the beach and stuff. And I'm sure Sue is doing quite alright. But I'll never forget the day she spoke those words that I just read to you. Because it killed me. <laughs> Job Story is available via Apple and Google Podcasts, Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. Go to shows.pippa.io slash jobstory for details and submit your job story at jobstorypod at gmail.com or in the Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash jobstorypod. You can also record a job story of 90 seconds or less at speakpipe.com slash job story or record a longer job story by calling Way4JobPod. 
That's 929-456-2763. Please share Job Story with your friends and family and be sure to review Job Story on iTunes and elsewhere. Until next time, this is Chris T. with a bad case of laryngitis, working hard and hardly working. You guys are my new co-workers. So, working hard or hardly working? <laughs> I said, working hard or hardly working? Working hard or hardly working? Working hard or hardly working? It's a simple question. Are you A, working hard or B, shout? <laughs> Suppose you tune in next week to see if I'm still on the job.